It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. Well, I guess it's official. We're doing a Bands We Love to Hate episode on Chris Gaines. I didn't know what to think about this at first, but then Tim told me something that just started making all kinds of sense. He said, think about it more as a conversation about Chris Gaines' music. I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own that it's wiping out the walls between Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines, and I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case, my recording studio. When I think about all the things we're going to talk about with Chris Gaines on this episode, I'm thinking about cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But we're also going to be talking about raw stuff, just like this. It's just what bands we love to hate is about. And if this is truly a conversation on Chris Gaines, well then I say, let the conversation begin. everyone and welcome to bands we love to hate a show where we take a band that we as a music loving society have deemed just awful and um, give them one final look and listen to see if they're actually worthy of the hate we bestow upon them my name is tim i am one of your hosts here with me as always is my wonderful sidekick co-host equal man robin to my you know uh the red robin sam schwegler Hello, and some of you may know me as the Foreplay King. Just let's remember that. You might know him like that, or you might know him as Shweezy, a musician who writes good songs. And uh, Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, you can find our show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, especially Shway Media. And you can find that at uh, shwaymedia.com or by visiting our website at bandswelovetohate.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BWLTH on Twitter and Bands We Love to Hate on the other two platforms, soul-sucking platforms. So, um, well, we're here. Um, we are ready to talk about a new, uh, a new thing. This is going to be a different one today because the artist we're talking about is unlike anything you've ever heard or seen or experienced. Sam, who are we talking about? I like that. Today we're talking about the one and only, the god of Shway Media, our lord and savior, Christopher, or Chris, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. So you might not know who that is if you are younger um, than the year 2000, um, which I'm sure some of you are, and that hurts my heart. Um, but we're here. Chris Gaines is the alter ego of one Garth Brooks. What? Yeah. Did you know that? Garth no. Brooks. Um, so his years active, Mr. Chris Gaines, um, which we'll get to in a second, but he was only active in 1999. You'll see on his wiki page if you go there because it was a very short-lived thing. Um in a nutshell, there was a movie that they were developing with uh, Garth Brooks called The Lamb um, about a um, musician, uh, like a partier musician guy. Um, and then that kind of 
didn't work out. Um, uh, with one of the interviews I saw, he was mentioning that um, he tried to get Steven Tyler initially and then asked every other musician under the sun because they wanted him to be a skinny, long-haired, pretty boy, and so nobody would do it. And Garth put on a wig and said, I'll do it, and lost some weight. Um, or Garth was the only person who could do it. He was the only person that could do it because he did write... Uh, he didn't write the songs, but he like developed this whole character and concept and everything. And uh, then it became a um, infamous. If you can find it on, it's on Daily Mail, and you'll find which is a link as uh, on our website, bandsweloveto dot com, uh, to a fake, a mockumentary, a fake uh, documentary of uh, Chris Gaines in the VH1 behind the music. And it's bizarre. Um, so despite that he only had the best of Chris Gaines as his singular album, let's get into the stats of one Chris Gaines. Let the conversation begin. All right. So years active, 1999 on Capitol Records. Um, he is originally from Brisbane, Australia, um, where he grew up with his... Uh, now fake deceased father and uh, mother who is fake still with us to this day i believe um though we have not heard from chris Gaines since the year 1999 so hopefully maybe this episode or garth brooks's new tour will spark chris Gaines to come back and see us again um so he was formerly of the band crush um where he started with uh two of his friends whose names escape me um right now uh but after one of uh, the, his friends, the lead singer of the band, died in a plane crash, he went into a depression, and the band was no more. Um, the band had, you know, fake success. Uh, I don't think I need to tell you all the this is fake anymore, so I'm just going to pretend this is real going forward. Is that fine with you, Sam? I mean, <laughs> it it's is real, real to me. It is real. It is. It is. It should be real. Uh, and so after that, Chris Gaines branched out on his own, became... A, the rock star we all knew and loved um, with several albums, uh, including uh, actually not several, just four, actually. First with Straight Jacket, then Fornicopia, and then Apostle. And then after Apostle, Chris actually was in a, uh, I believe it was a car wreck. Um, oh, yeah, it was. It was, was pretty devastating. It was a devastating car wreck um, where his face was disfigured and you know, all of a sudden his uh, face he had of 25 years is gone, so he said. Um, and he didn't recognize who he was and was embarrassed and fell into a depression and then taught himself how to do music all over again and then came out with Triangle, and which was his last album, which wasn't received well because the record label, um, pretty much as we harp on this show and the Schwegcast and any other time you talk to me in regular life, that record labels are kind of out to screw you a little bit and uh, didn't push his album enough and he ended up suing them to be released and um oh he also had a bout of sex addiction so oh. um uh, and went to rehab for that um, but who doesn't yeah right i mean we you know it happens to the best of us we've been 14 before we know yeah, what's going on exactly you know everybody's either a teenager at heart or a sex addict in real life or something i don't know you, you take that for what it is, audience. So, um, that's his stats um, for what they're worth. Um, the only actual album, though, um, that is out 
that you can hear Chris Gaines' music on is The Life of Chris Gaines, which is, or, or I guess it's also called The Best Of, went, oh my God, are you kidding me? It went platinum in Canada and double platinum in the United States. <laughs> what? Okay. I don't like how you're surprised. I, I, I mean, but it's, this was such a joke back in, even in the 90s, this was kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> is that Garth Brooks in a wig? But, like, even then, like, Garth Brooks, like, went out and met some fans once, uh, dressed, well, they were uh, filming the mockumentary, and uh, he was dressed as Chris Gaines with the wig on, and, like, everybody, like, he's, like, people are going to think I'm, like, different with, like, this weird long hair and everything, and, which I resent that comment, um, but he's, like, you know, everybody just loved me, and, like, oh, they didn't even notice that I had long hair, they're just happy to see Garth Brooks, I'm, like, yeah, but you looked like a fat Gerard Way, like, Pretty much, right? Uh, I, or J- Jared Leto in, uh, in that one where he killed uh, John Lennon, that movie. Uh, oh, I think that's real life. I think just Jared Leto actually killed John Lennon. I don't think he did because I don't think he's old enough to have killed John Lennon. Well, he but. probably played video games and... Oh, that's true. Um, anyways, uh, fuck that shit. Stupid. Anyway, so... With that album, um, the multi-platinum Chris Gaines album, um, there was Lost in You was the main single. And uh, I don't, I didn't bother fact-checking this, and I'm not going to because the show isn't about Garth Brooks. It's about Chris Gaines. But I think that's one of Garth Brooks' only top 100 Billboard songs. I feel like that's wrong, but it was at least one for Chris Gaines. Uh, got number five on the charts in America. And number 62 in the country what the fuck does that even mean wikipedia is dumb uh don't give it your money no actually do do donate to wikipedia just four dollars just for just four dollars and you could fund it for forever or something remember when dude side note when teachers told us like you can't you know quote wikipedia or some shit like on reports now it's like more reliable than most because they just constantly are updating it like there are so many people that work at wikipedia it's more reliable than what what was it encyclopedia britannica or something i'm Mm -hmm. probably just super dated myself guess what kids you couldn't use fucking wikipedia back in the school i don't maybe you still can't if you can't that's horseshit but i digress lost in you i don't matter to the sun right now those are two separate songs uh and that's the way i remember it are the only singles that did anything off of that album. Uh, which one? Which is the one that was uh, with the Youngbloods song, that weird political song that he recorded on there? Uh, it's the, everybody come together right now. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the album right now. It's like it's one of the last ones. Is uh, it White Flag? Yes, it's White Flag. Um yeah, I was like, that song sounds so familiar, and I thought it was a cover initially. I was like, but that's not—is that how that song goes? No, it's not, because Young Bloods are much better. Um, anyways, so yeah, that's pretty much their their his uh, stats. Um, one great thing you guys should check out um, as far as his uh, songs are concerned, because we usually ask that these people cover any songs. Um, they didn't, or he didn't, um, except for the Youngbloods thing, kind of. But Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, whichever way you know him, 
but for this instance, it's Childish Gambino. Spoiler alert, music. they're the same person. They're the same person, just like, oh my God, just like Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines. What? Don't tell Cardi B, she doesn't know yet. Uh-oh. Oh, God. She's going to freak out. Um, yeah, Childish Gambino is basically the Chris Gaines of music now. No, because they're, one's better than the other. Especially with his cover of uh, Lost, Lost in You, right? Uh, yes, I believe it's Lost in You. Um, and it's amazing. It's also on our website. Uh, very highly recommended. Um, but other than that, yeah, nothing, no real, no real covers there. Sam, any thoughts on his stats? Other than he's not on anything on the internet except for Sam, what's our favorite... Uh, Streaming site. Oh, we're we talking. <laughs> Was it the Garth Brooks or Spotify? Oh no, no. Begins with a D, buddy. Distro Kid. No, Deezer. Deezer. <laughs> Garth. Chris Gaines can be found on Deezer. Are uh, you serious? Yeah, I just I, I I googled him and noticed that at the bottom. Uh, let me make sure it's it's he's on. He this did, is Chris. Good to me. Uh, so Garth Brooks did have um his own streaming service that he was going to launch at one point or did. Right. And it's not there anymore. And that's the only place you could find Chris Gaines's music. So we, unfortunately, this is, if you do follow along with this show, you are not going to be able to listen to any Chris Gaines music unless you go of all places to Deezer or you buy the album on uh, Google play. Uh, pretty much. I d- it Can you buy it on? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a link to play music right here. Uh, and I, I mean, I found it bizarre that, nope, it's not there anymore. Um, nope, it's just a link to his Wikipedia page, son of a bitch. So, yeah, you cannot literally get this album half the time. Um, unless well, you, if fi- you, unless you, some you have to creep, buy the UCD. A UCD or some creep mails it to you like they did to Sam. And, like, <laughs> yeah, God, he actually lists his origin as Brisbane, Australia. That is so funny. Um, yeah, because he's from Australia. Yeah, I know. It's hilarious. Uh, dude, his hair is... he. It's like if Chris Angel did music. Yeah, he looks... It looks like Chris Angel on the album cover. Yeah, and I always it, think 100%. Chris Angel when I see it, too. Like, it... It's, it looks like the only thing it doesn't look like Chris Angel is the soul patch because of all things he doesn't have a soul patch. Chris Angel doesn't, which is I find it would suit him. <laughs> but, I like that. Yeah, dude. It, so yeah, um, he has the one album officially, um, four albums make believe, and uh, had Garth had a streaming service now you cannot find that or any Chris Gaines music anywhere. No videos, nothing. It took us, like, the only thing we have is the Daily Mail thing and a couple videos of Garth Brooks on in interviews, and that's it. Like, he takes his, I guess, his public image very seriously or something, maybe, or just doesn't want to. He's now back on the Internet, as you, if you listen to the show, know about. Uh, but, yeah, it is impossible to find him. You can find Pandora on the radio. I don't. Can you listen to individual songs on Pandora? Or no, mm, I don't think so. I don't use that anymore. Does anybody use that anymore? Yeah, uh, I don't, it's just not. I mean, with Spotify, I'm like, hey, yeah. you know how you can listen to any song ever yeah. right now? Oh my God, his profiles are they list YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and MySpace. Well, MySpace is 
if you have missed that before um, on this show, is gone. It is If you had a MySpace, 98% of their data was wiped out back uh, about a half, half a year if ago. If you're listening on a computer right now, just press F. Just press F. <laughs> All right, that's the stats. Let's move on to his musical ability. I mean, yeah, it's... I think I I gave it another listen today and still think it's kind of generic pop music. Like I don't know. We're talking about the music or we're talking about like the actual musical ability. Both his musical ability and yeah, musical all the all three. Because his performance seemed pretty normal. I don't know, like live well, performance wise. I don't know. I guess I'm around country music like all the time. That's true. Well, and yeah. considering that most of the singers don't have to be that good. To do yeah. country music, mm-hmm. I was really impressed. The first time I ever listened to, actually, was able to listen to the Chris Gaines album. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I never realized Garth's vocal range was actually yeah, that good. Dude, he can. I sing. didn't realize he was that good of a singer. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Garth Brooks is one of the better musicians and songwriters in the world. Like, he's yeah. Like, he, well, I don't know about his like guitar playing skills or anything, but he's de- he definitely can sing. He's a great country singer and a great songwriter. But this, he really got to actually show off like. A better singing ability versus mm-hmm. like what's his what's Garth Brooks' main song? I always blank on that. Friends in Low Places. Friends in Low Places, yeah. Which is just his twang, and there's a little bit of his twang in this, but like, not really. Uh, I mean, it's enough to you where you can it, take Oklahoma out of the boy, but you can't take. I don't know. Put Oklahoma. I messed that up. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, an a- if we have one Garth Brooks fan out there, you can tweet right at Sam and he won't respond. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. None of us will. I will not respond to you. Twitter sucks. Uh, but we're there. So, you know, find us. Or whatever. Or no. Yeah. But his musical ability itself, uh, that like as far as like the song, not not just song structure, like that that's for lyrics later, but like the, you know, the the guitar parts, dr- drums sounded whatever, guitar, it sounded all kind of. I mean, the production was great. Yeah, like that's it's, about I mean, it. I mean, you think about it, like late '90s, early 2000s, production quality was all pretty much equal across the board. It's because it was it was right when technology really started advancing to like make it a lot easier and you could do a lot more cooler things, but it wasn't as accessible to everyone. So in the big major studios, everything just started like being top notch. Yeah. And then, but you still had to pay, you know, your arm and a leg to get in. Yeah, it's still to this day you have to do that. But regardless, sure, yeah. like it's e- it's easier to record yourself now with still higher quality. Mm-hmm. especially in the 90s now everything sucked. you didn't have like, that like shitty soundcloud rap yeah like sound if like you unless you were on a big label you sounded like you recorded in a garage and did like because <laughs> you did <laughs> like think about like a, you know a band like the creed i guess is really a good example their album sounds good like but they're not good and like or are same, they? Well, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But with Chris, yeah. The, I mean, the album sounds good, but like the musicianship. I'm assuming they're just all a bunch of studio musicians, so they're definitely a good. I mean, I yeah. I mean, yeah, there's the, it's, who was it's, this? <laughs> like, it wasn't studio an actual musicians band. are like they're kind of robotic yeah. in a good way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this in the 
very good way because you have to play everything yes. so perfectly all the time. And, you know, there's not as much like, you know, character, you know, because you don't, that's what you're not what you're paying for. Yeah. And so, I mean, Godspeed all the studio musicians out there. It's not me. Yeah. You're, the, when you're I a also studio musician, too, you're, so. you're there to <laughs> do a job, basically. Like, yeah. He tells you, you know, you know, in this fake Chris Gaines world, he told them to play the music that he wrote. So, and the record label that hired them, because that was one thing they touched on in the, the uh, documentary for the sake of this episode. Um, that uh, they were, you know, he was a high paying asset for them so much so that they made him move on quickly after his friend died. But uh, overall they're spending a shit ton of money on probably some of the best musicians just to play the, this, you know, hypothetical real music. (laughs) So this is a weird, it's like the Avengers. It's real to me. It's yeah. It's real to me. Batman's real to me. Spider-Man was real to me. Now he's disappeared again. Fuck you, Sony. Go he doesn't feel yourself. so good. Oh, that's so sad. Speaking of it, don't I, lo- I hate yeah. Don't sign with Sony if you get offered. Yeah. Or they're do one. I mean they might give you a lot of money? So <laughs> I don't know. With Sony, <laughs> they're the worst. The absolute worst. Dude, uh, well I could do a whole side episode on being angry about Spider-Man, but we won't. Um, you out there are probably also angry about it. I'll say this. You made all of your money on the backs of the Avengers. You included him in the Avengers movies, which has turned up the hype for Tom Holland being Spider-Man. The Avengers were... Tony Stark was heavily in the first one. The Avengers were heavily referenced in the second one. And now you're just like, well, nope. I'm like, well, they're... So what are you going to do? Like, just... I mean, you cannot mention the Avengers again, but... Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Rant done. That's all I have to say. I'm a big old nerd, and that shit just <laughs> pissed me off. I don't even like Spider-Man that much. It was just... I'm also <laughs> a like an entertainment industry nerd, and that just made no fucking sense to do something and like Spider-Man's that. And Spider-Man's my like, favorite, so don't... Yeah. He's lots of people's favorite, and he should be, because he's the best. He's fucking awesome. But business-wise, it was a dumb move. It was a bratty move on the behalf of Sony, but... You also got to take into account that Disney was a huge asshole to Stanley. So whatever. Anyways, there, done. All right. Um, so musical ability, whatever. His singing ability is definitely something you know to admire, though. Like as far as the people in the band, doesn't matter. But yeah, definitely his vocals are top notch. Yeah, top notch. Good enough. All right. Anything else? I mean. I love. I love lamb. I love lamb, <laughs> the lamb. Oh yeah, that he is the lamb. God, I wish that movie had actually come out. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, let's move on to the the lyrics. Swing your partner round and round. I mean, they're fine. I, again, generic to me. I don't know. All this kind of seemed generic. Like, again, his singing voice was good, but, like, lyrics, the songs, I don't know. And it's kind of weird because you're the way we're receiving the music is from a Greatest Hits album. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, a, it's a weird and thing. And it does feel like none of these songs, like, work As hits. together. 
Right. Like, do, what albums were they from? That See, if they had really gone deep in this, I would have liked to know what albums these songs were from. Like, what were those albums about? You know what I mean? Like, they should do this again, but do it better and more planned out and elaborate mm-hmm. with Garth Brooks. <laughs> so return, I'm still down. What's, what Chris Gaines has been doing the last 20 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Garth Brooks himself is not aged a day. That Maybe man no, we is get, like fucking We get Paul Chris Gaines on an episode of Hot Ones with Sean Evans. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> That's just funny. But the lyrics wise, what I mean, there was the one, the only one, like the uh, one with Young Bloods, um, that uh, the protest song, the protest song that they mentioned, like uh, that song sucked. I hated that one. I mean that that I hate that style of. Um, it was very '90s thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the like, maybe it's the Republicans, the Democrats, the the wars. Da 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 da. Like I'm a like, little it, bit country. No, it, uh, not like that. It was nothing like that. Uh, it, go listen to White Flag, and then you'll know what I'm talking about, audience. Hit pause. Go listen to that if you can find it. Otherwise, nothing what I just said truly makes sense. But know that the song, the only good part of the song was the part that he took from Youngbloods. Uh, and that's it. Here, but, here's one thing I think about when I think about this. Did you see uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie? No, not yet. I still haven't gotten around to that or the Elton John movie. I have both. Anyways, I mean, there's nothing really to spoil. Yeah, in uh, that, but well, I already it, know what happens. <laughs> know what happened, but it's kind of weird when you look at Queen's music in such a short, condensed time. Yeah, because then you think, oh, then they did another one, bites the dust. Like, let's do like this disco thing, mm-hmm. and then, so it's really weird when you do that. But when you space it all out and like live in the moment, it's a lot different. And I think maybe that's what we missed with Chris Gaines. Like the di- songs are so different uh, because yeah because he evolved so many times, kind mm-hmm. of a thing yeah yeah well cause even if when you look at the album covers there's a, the article on our website is from uh, Stereo Gum, uh, and it's yeah the they're all completely different album covers like one like both the first two kind of look like he's still in the party phase of that and his sex addiction. Um, and then Apostle and Triangle seem to be like if you're judging a book by its cover here, <laughs> like, and I think that's what these album covers are made to help you do is that like this, like Apostle is him evolving and then Triangle is him trying to do like a new thing or something like that. But I don't know. That's again, that's like a really, really trying to overanalyze <laughs> a yeah. fake thing. Uh, and it's hard to do something like that when you're doing yeah. like maybe I don't know how long Garth worked on this, but then you say like maybe I would say maybe two three years probably two or three years yeah Let's to develop years. something you're, you're, it's like two or three years. Like you're creating like a whole story for someone in like years of mm-hmm. life lived and experiences and yeah songs written and then people like change their the way good artists change the way they sound all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that I could see it doing that. It's just out of context that yeah, the album doesn't flow like you said whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I will say I, he's very I, he's a very good actor. 
He, yeah. In the documentary, he came up. I can, and he did good, yeah. I would, wouldn't have known that that was Garth Brooks had I not known it already. Yeah. What were we saying? Sorry, I interrupted. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, I will say, lyrically, the better one was the Lost in You one, the, uh, mm-hmm. the one that Donald uh, covered. Uh, and Donald Glover, I should be specific, uh, unfortunately. Um, but other than that, like there was nothing that stuck out. Like, I mean, I re I listened back to back today and I liked lost in you a little bit more once I heard Donald Glover sing it. And then I heard him sing it again. And that's when I really noticed I'm like, okay, he's actually really, he really does have some decent like pipes on him. Uh, Chris Gaines or, uh, Garth Brooks, but God, one of the pictures I'm looking at on my computer screen right now is a half Garth, half Chris picture, and that's totally going on our website too. Well, or a link to it. I don't know. It's somebody's art. But it's creepy. It's real, 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 real creepy. It looks like Garth turning into the crow. That's another thing he looks like. The crow. Oh, he does <laughs> he look looks like, like Bobby Lee. <laughs> Dude, yeah. It's a, he looks like every he looks like every goth douchebag from the nineties basically. Like No, they are, they were like, all the same person yeah. in the end. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, well We've done that. Uh, we talked lyrics, music, and his stats. So let's take a quick break from a word from our sponsors. Sam will, you know, deliver that as he always does, and uh, we'll see give you the shwoke news. Give you that shwoke news. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. This episode of Bands We Love to Hate is sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. This is great for artists who want to write original music and upload, and also for those who want to upload a cover as well. They'll even get you the license you need for that cover to save you the hassle. DistroKid is what I use for my music, it's what Tim uses for his music, and we can both personally vouch for how great they are, and we are proud to have them as a sponsor for this show. You can get 7% off your first year by using the link in the description of this episode of the show, and you can start getting your music out to the world today. This episode is brought to you by Weebly. At this point in time, having a website for your business, band, photography, or just for personal use is critical. The thing is, website design is super difficult. With Weebly, you can create a beautiful and stunning website that will attract everyone who sees it. Create a website using one of the already amazing templates or create your own custom design with the easy to use platform. Using the link in the description of this episode today, you can create your own stunning website using Weebly today. And we're back. So, um, we talked um, the stats of one young Chris Gaines, um, formerly of Crush, uh, and then, you know, the musical ability landed on a can't really judge studio musicians and he's got a good voice, lyrics, mediocre. <laughs> so let's talk about their music or his uh, music videos. 
And there's none. There are no music videos. Not a single one. Uh, there's a little bit of a glimpse. <laughs> yeah. You get a taste. Yeah, okay. So I, I will say um, one of the things I liked is that they, about the behind the music thing in general, was that every aspect of his life was the most cliche thing about a musician in the 80s and 90s. Absolutely everything. And I like that's what I felt like he was trying to do with the whole lamb thing. But like, they were, the thing in the documentary uh, when they're talking about wanting to shoot the music video, like um, there's the three band members of Crush laying there, like with their heads all touching. That's such a. It, I think they were really calling on Nirvana with some of this, uh, some mm-hmm. of that shit, um, and like that's such a '90s, '80s, '90s rock and roll picture kind of a thing. Like every, uh, sorry, uh, every picture that they had. Every thing about the things they were trying to doing were fucking hilarious and so spot on. But for lack of music videos, they at least showed kind of, yeah, like little, you said little bits, but it, they were, uh, I don't know, you can't judge anything on that. Just the fact that they made them look as cliche as possible was appreciated for me. But And do you think if the movie would have came out before the soundtrack in that little mockumentary. Do you think you, it, it would have worked? I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. You think oh, it would have yeah. worked? I think it would all worked. If they, that's the thing, like they shot themselves in the foot, but I don't know what fell through here, but they should have done this. Like, I mean, it, it would have been probably a shitty movie, like at best, or may, maybe not. Maybe it was going to, maybe it would have been good, but you know, when nobody wanted to sign up and then you had Chris Gaines or sorry, uh, Garth Brooks as the starring role at that point. Like, yeah, I, I can see why a studio may be passed, but or for sure it's like a, it's <laughs> but, Thanos at the end of uh, Age of Ultron. Fine. I'll do it myself. Spoiler alert. Too bad. Uh, of Age of Ultron. For, yeah. <laughs> that movie's been around for how long? <laughs> Nine <laughs> years. Uh, Oh four. God, Jesus! Is four it, years. Oh, it's only four. Oh wow, yeah. they got those. They turn those things out quick. Um, but yeah, they they should have just done the the movie, and it would have made this shit make more sense. Performance wise, he just kind of just seemed like a guy pretending to be a lead singer of a band at the, the end of that Daily Motion video. But so yeah, there's. I mean, there's nothing there. Garth Brooks, though, hell of a performer. <laughs> But this isn't about him. But fun fact, um, if you live in Texas and a few other places, Garth is doing a secret uh, dive bar. I think it's just Texas, actually. A secret dive bar tour. The dive around. bar tour. Yeah. I like that. All around Texas. We're doing and, the dive uh, bar tour. We're going to be going to all these cities. We're going to Austin. Talk about a love fest last time I was in Austin. Whew. Did he say that? <laughs> no, it was, that was about St. Louis. Oh, okay. <laughs> St. Louis like, was a love fest. Austin would be too, man. You brought game day or Gark day, however you see it. Well, let's get physical with the music. He said, like "Okay, that. so one of I will say this about his Garth performing at least the one of the articles I saw is that he's doing a dive bar tour. He's playing, and every Texan that might murder me for pronouncing this incorrectly, he's playing Gene Hall, um, and that's a, it's one. It's a hall, so it's not a dive bar, but um." <laughs> too it's yeah it's kind of it's not huge but it's uh you know not fucking small 
Yeah, I want to think of dive bars. I think of. I feel like the only smaller one that would than actually Cheers, work out. like Violet Crown. If you live in Austin uh, and are listen to this, but like that's as that's not even divey. It's like not anymore. Like a, a bar that seats like maybe fifty to a hundred people maximum, and that's like a hundred people cramped. That's a dive bar to me, but I don't know. Also, it's cheap and delicious. I like that. I do like that. All right. We can't do music videos because there are none. Sorry, folks. Um, again, weird episode, different episode. Maybe he'll... You know, there are a lot of weird uh, things out there. There are videos out there like where of people either making jokes or not realizing that Garth Brooks is actually Chris Gaines. Not sure uh, if they're actual jokes. I hope they're jokes. But when you search Chris Gaines... You find a bunch of videos. Is Chris Gaines actually Garth Brooks? I'm like, are you going to go down an Illuminati thing with this? Like, they tried to cover it up or something? Like, I can see Garth Brooks being a fake clone that didn't go well. Or no, Chris Gaines being a fake clone of Garth. They're like, you know what I mean? The Illuminati's cloning everybody on a base in Atlantis. What do you have to say about that, Sam? pass all right now let's talk about his cultural impact hey well, guess he, what there's not one well <laughs> let's not get so carried away so okay, far tommy okay. so all right. <laughs> he basically is the Schwedcast. sure yeah it produced the worst podcast on the internet literal literal in the Schwegvengers, he is the Thor. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, he's got the hair. What Basically, is you're uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, I dig that. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm Captain America. Most other situations, I wouldn't be, but you're he's the leader. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're blonde, and you're yeah mm-hmm. the leader, I guess, of the Schwegvengers. But hitting up Area Fifty One. Actually, right. no, we're moving it to Sony. They can't. Yeah, no, they moved it to Sony now because everyone's so mad. They can't remove <laughs> Spider-Man from all of us. There's something on Facebook about, if you're not familiar, uh, audience, um, there was a Facebook group to raid Area 51 in September. Uh, not a Facebook group, an event specifically, uh, to free them aliens. They can't stop us all is basically what it said. And then Facebook accidentally, at quote-unquote, deleted it one day and... People were like, they're trying to silence us. The aliens are real. We got to raid this shit. (laughs) And then it went back up. It was just like a, apparently a glitch, which who knows if that was true because Facebook's shady as shit. But then there's, you know, raid the Clintons mansion. They can't suicide all of us. Oh, yeah. Raid the Clintons mansion. Uh Uh-oh. Alarm's going off. I like that. I like that. Guess what? Chicken butt. Sue me for it. Oh, yeah. Um... Chicken butt. Anyways. Chicken butt for the soul. uh, So, at least let's see if there is anything here for his cultural impact. I mean, the joke was good. Like, you know, he... If if this was meant to be a joke initially, like, it was fascinating to watch this, for one. Like, this whole documentary was ridiculous. And a subsect of this, I mean, the Garth Brooks as a meme... Yeah. In a sense, like this is a big part of 
the Garth Brooks meme. Yeah. Because then you think about, yeah, this guy put on a wig once and did a rock album. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that. I mean, the internet culture aspect of it doesn't, yeah, that, that, that shouldn't be ignored. So, you know, small groups are not of people that are very into Garth Brooks and his weirdness of Chris Gaines, like that created something that, but I don't think it impacted anything culturally like podcasting. Sure. <laughs> uh, it don't think that it, Chris Gaines impacted podcasting in any way other than oh. making the worst one on the internet, as we've said, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not, I mean, Garth Brooks has, <laughs> like, if this was about, but nobody hates Garth Brooks. And I don't, did, did, I don't think people necessarily hated Chris Gaines. He did have a multi-platinum album and a cover by Childish Gambino, of all things, at the perfect time, <laughs> too, especially because we're doing this episode. I know. But, like, I feel like me freebie. and Donald are on, like, a spiritual wavelength. You, yeah, I feel like you would be. I, I hope we can all be on the same spiritual wavelength as Donald Glover because he is a god to me. A childish gambino god. And Chris Gaines is a and god to most people. Chris Gaines is like a step Why do you think shaggy. he's the lamb? Yeah, he's yeah. He's the lamb to Shaggy as the all powerful deity. Uh yeah, if so yeah, okay, as we're talking internet memes as in this same, you know, weirdness. Yeah, okay. So he inter- he impacted the internet culture. So, in a good way, I guess. I like but that. Other than, other than that, I mean, he he himself is an asshole. I'll give him that. If we're talking about Chris Gaines as a person, he's an asshole. Yeah, cuz he had sex addiction. Well, no, that doesn't make him an asshole. He's just an asshole. Like he came off as an asshole in the in that fucking documentary. Like he was super conceited. He was just your like cliche rock star guy, and he it was one of the things he said was, um, "Oh yeah, that he uh, loved doing the music, but he only did it for the women or something like that." I'm like, like okay, that's also sex addiction, but at the same time, like that's such a <sighs> yeah. I guess you can't demonize that, can you? But and you shouldn't. But the fact that he's a fake person, I feel like I can a little bit. <laughs> Especially because he's an asshole. He's, he can't, again, watch the documentary. If he doesn't come off like an asshole to you, then I don't know. So that's, yeah, that breaks it down like to the pretty much the nitty gritty of it. Like, he, they, we don't know the amount of, as far as the stats go, we had four fake albums, one real album. There's no plays on Spotify. There's no plays on YouTube. I have no idea how many people are actually listening to Chris Games. The music seemed pretty good. The lyrics, arguably okay. Music videos, non-existent. Live performance, aside from that tail end of the daily motion video, nothing's there. Cultural impact, definite impact on the internet. But were they assholes? Was he an asshole? Absolutely-ish. But... And they didn't appropriate anybody's music. He didn't. I keep saying they, but they, they as in Chris and Garth, I guess. No, right? Just pop, generic pop music. So, I mean, unless, 
he, I mean, they didn't write their, he didn't write their own, his own songs technically. Um, but in the world of Chris Gaines, he did, I guess. Right. Yep. Okay. Depending on what universe you're in. Depending on what universe you're in. Yeah. This is the, yeah. this is the dark timeline. You, you, uh, we probably should have mentioned this at the beginning. You do need to watch every Marvel movie before listening to this episode. And all of Endgame, especially the four-hour version that they released or are going to release or something. I don't know. That's the only way that makes sense because you have to have all of the... Um, you have to have the reality stone to know where Chris Gaines is at all time, right? Correct. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, just watch Thor of the Dark World. It's pretty yeah, much that, sums up everything. That will give you Chris Gaines's pretty much whole backstory right there. So um, Thor Dark World... You're done. Um, and basically, it was like a ripoff of the lamb. Like, yeah, from 100%. What they, they said, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, the breakdown. Sam, uh, what's your opinion? Are, are they, is he hate-worthy? No. I, it's just, it was just a small blip in time. It was fun. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't. I never hated Chris Gaines. I don't think I. I just never. I, until watching that video, I mean, again, fascinating watch. Fifty minutes of your time, just on the Daily Motion. You got a Chromecast. Chromecast Daily Motion. Apparently, that was great. But it's he. It's just bizarre, but not hate worthy. The music is okay. Like, if you're going to like Justin Bieber and hate Chris Gaines, fuck you. Like, that's that's all I have to say to that. Like, <laughs> that's better, for sure. So, um, all right. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being unlistenable, 5 being meh, he's, he's pretty good. Uh, or 10, he's better than you think. Samuel? I am going with an 8.25. Oh, now, getting into hard fractions here. So, it the music itself tolerable, listenable. You can easily listen to it. It's not bad at all. Uh, musical talent is great. You get studio musicians who are fantastic, like we have mentioned. Um, and I believe that an artist. I'm talking about Garth Brooks as an artist for a second. Mm-hmm. I don't believe an artist should be punished or like looked down upon for trying to do something new. Oh, I feel no. like that's Absolutely how music. Not. That's how good music is made, is trying new things and taking risks. And even though this risk didn't work out fully, it still gives us a lot of memes, a lot of memories, and it really isn't as bad as you think it is. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, As far as, because we're specifically talking about Chris Gaines, I am a 6.5, because it's all a lot, of, it's a lot generic, it's a bunch of generic music to me. I personally, the, I the blip of a song you do hear in the documentary of, of crushes. I liked a lot more. Um, that sounded, I wish we had actually talked about that, but, um, there's no place to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do crush next. (laughs) Even, even a shorter episode, five minutes is about all it's going to take. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely not hate worthy, but music wise, uh, it's all generic. Now, definitely don't want to hate him like you said about doing something different like i mean we wouldn't have had anything david bowie or the beatles or any given musician has ever done like Mm -hmm. i'm very glad garth did i thought this was just garth brooks 
trying to do a pop album and he had grown his hair out. And then I was like, oh, wait. And I think he was just like, you're going by stage name now. And that's all I knew up until like pretty much this week. Like when I was finally looking at all the research for it and bizarre, bizarre shit. But decent music is very record labely. It sounded like uh, I would say it's as good as the Click Five. Like you know, Jenny's not a bad song by them. I don't, man. I did. I listened to the one song and don't remember <laughs> anything else. But th- but those guys were studio musicians. This man sucks. That, I know one song. Well, no, they, I know that there were studio musicians that were put together to make a buck. So that's what the Click Five was. Fun fact, and that's the entire bands we love to hate episode on that band. So. uh Right there in a nutshell. But Chris, no, he was he was good, but Lost in You was good. That, that if you there's anything that came out of that, it was that. But even then, that's not a. I don't. It wasn't a hit. I don't know to me. Like it doesn't even it just doesn't sound like a hit to me. Unless Donald Glover's singing it, then it is a hit to me. Because that like that should be his next single, in my opinion. But I don't know. So. All right, you got anything else to say on old Garthy Garthy Gaines? Garth, let's get together. Let's do po- episode Shwedcast 100. Yeah, if he, I'll tell you what, if he comes to Austin, I will find my way to him for you and give him your information. I mean, we live in the same city. I think it might be Oh, easier. shit. Oh, really? Uh, oh, wait, yeah, he does. I thought he was from Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, but he, oh, he, just lives he has Nashville. a house in Oklahoma, Nashville and Malibu. And um, why I know that? Because I stuck him. <laughs> or, oh, Finally God. given tours at the Garth Brooks History Museum. Oh, you're giving tours? Wait, are you for real? No, I, oh. I just hope that exists so I can oh. do it. <laughs> that would be, I really, man, you said that with such confidence that I believe that. And that but Nashville would have a Garth Brooks History Museum at this point, even though he's nowhere near death, knock on wood. And yeah. uh, again, the man doesn't age a day. He's the Paul Red of country music. Swear to God. I um, like that. I like that. All right. Well, that's our Chris Gaines episode. So now we need to introduce the next band. Sam, who are we doing next month? Next month, we're going to get our gang together, more specifically our Gucci gang mm. together. We're going to talk over SoundCloud, internet rapper, a little pump. To be fair, he's on Spotify now too, but he did, yeah, start SoundCloud. On he's still SoundCloud. a SoundCloud rapper. Oh, poor SoundCloud. They got such a bad rap. Pun intended. You know what? Fuck it. Um, go to those old Germans really tried. Yeah, a little pump. He's a uh, I2B100. I do not really know anything about him, so this is going to be a new thing for me, and I'm going to be diving all deeper than I ever have into most musicians. And I don't want to because I've seen this man. I've heard I've heard Gucci Gang the song. Do not care for it. Um, I've heard most of the people that he associates with and other rappers of his genre. I do not care for it either. But I'm open-minded, and maybe he's not as bad as uh, we paint him out to be. Or he is so, just as bad as we. Or paint he out probably to be. is just as bad because I don't know. Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Like, I mean, it says it like a billion times and you call that a song. Like we're going to get into a thing about how 
those rappers of his uh, subgenre of hip hop beat algorithms and the reason why a lot of their songs are so short, um, which is pretty much exactly what I just said. So there, there's your answer. That's because it needs to beat algorithms. But we'll get to that next month. With little pump. Sorry, I just made myself so white. Little pump. Um, little pump. Little pump. Uh, and uh, okay, so. You know, keep listening. Go back and listen to our old episodes. Please visit bandswelovetohate.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, those links are in the description to this episode, as well as others. Um, you can find our other shows at shwaymedia.com. Uh, America the Podcast just premiered uh, not too long ago, so go listen to that or watch it on YouTube so the bastard, a.k.a. Thebidias A. Starred, can scream directly into your face and ears about the Green Party for this month. So, um, also listen to Bruise and the Boys, and the Schwegcast, and Deptrifuge, and stay tuned for Space Adventure in the Winter. Sam, anything coming out for you? Um, well, we had Goat Tune Ramen D, them on the show recently. Oh, yeah. I'm getting some good friends. We're scheduling that right now, coming on the show. Um, some of you know Michael Christman. He he's coming back on the show. Right on. And, I was uh, on there not too long ago. And yeah, you were on there. I was. I was there, talking about um, weird shit. So yeah, go listen to all those, and um, you know, go to the people that give us money, like Weebly and um, whoever else is sponsoring this episode. I haven't decided that yet. Okay, that's it. You know. Have a good day and, you know, go fucking listen to Chris Gaines if you can find him. Peace. Bands We Love to Hate is produced by Shway Media. The show is hosted by Tim Phillippe and Sam Schwegler. The show's theme is by Sam Schwegler, and all other music is by Sam Schwegler and Timmy Two-Step. For more, visit bandsweloveTohate.com. And don't forget to check out this month's artist, Chris Gaines, by purchasing his album Greatest Hits on Amazon. The link is in the description of this episode. Also, Garth Brooks at GarthBrooks.com. Thanks for giving us Chris, Garth. It was weird, but... I like that. Now this is podcasting.